Hey there, folks. Once again, it's the Uticast. We're back, and today it's episode 99. That sounds weird. I feel weird. Episode 99, we brought back some guests, uh, some longtime returning guests, the boys from Nomad Cinema returning for the third time, and our good friend Tom Knudsen coming back for the second time as we're playing the great... Movie trivia contest, plus we're getting hyped up for this weekend's Franklin Square film series. Uh, we're going to talk about Jeff Sessions. We're also going to talk about Motivated Ignorance. We're going to talk about uh, Would You Rathers. We're going to play Over Under. We're going to have history lessons, all that, and much more. Episode 99. Wow. What a day. Well, it's always a party. Yeah. That, that's I thought. I, the party always shows up when you get here. It's to be my fair. birthday month, so. <laughs> birthday month, yeah, huh? My birthday Interesting. Month. Are you one of those people who celebrates your birthday for a I while? I try month? to. <laughs> I, I, I try. I'm one of those people who tries to pretend that my birthday is not happening. Oh, I embrace birthdays. Good for you. That's good. Them. Thank you. Um, <laughs> welcome back to the show, folks. Episode 99. This is, uh, yeah. I feel like we should be pre-gaming right now. Well, technically. <laughs> uh, yeah, episode 99, uh, returning for the third time to the show. I don't know if they're the first third time people on the show, but the Nomad Cinema Boys, uh, Mike Flores, Mario Restive, are back. Uh, as is two-time returning guest, Tom Knudsen. We're going to play the great movie trivia game. We're going to see who knows the most, the Nomad Lads or the boys from MIU. So you're just gaming in these interviews? Gaming. A little something different. Well, you know what? Uh, yeah, interesting. Look. Interesting. Look. They've been on the show a lot of times. I can sit here and rehash the life story of Tom and and Mike and Mario if people want, but let's do something new. New content. I like it. I like new content. Yeah, new content's oh, great. Yeah. I'm into it. New content. Good. Uh, I just like ragging on you as well, so it's just a little bit of both. I'm yeah. Like, playing games and your interviews. You know, please, you know, the funny thing about the interviews is, as we close in on 100, now the interviews are much easier to do for me if it's a person I've never interviewed before. That really? makes sense. Yeah, for a long time it used to be if I knew the person a little bit, it made my life easier because I was like, oh yeah, I just kind of know him. We can... But now when you know the person, it sort of puts pressure to have a better conversation. Like, I'm, I'm this person's been on before. Like, what what else is I feel there? like with a new person, it's probably easier to slip into like order of operations. You know what I mean? You can sort of flow a conversation, not off a template, so to speak. Sure. But you know what I mean? But then you get, and you can get off track when you know somebody and get into a tangent. That happens all the time with GFOP Cliff Montoni. He... He, he and I always get I off on that. tangents in the same subjects. It's always the same conversation. I can totally see that. <laughs> we like the same things. Uh, so, real quick, folks, uh, by the time you're hearing this, it will be the weekend uh, coming up. Saturday, May 20th, uh, first episode of the Franklin Square film series. We're doing Back to the Future. Uh, you may or may not have seen our video, which uh, theoretically is on the internet right now. So go watch it. Um, and I'm going to respond to it as though I've already seen it. Like, man... What a great job we did. I've seen pieces of it on Instagram, and it was awesome. <laughs> I did. It looks cool. Uh, but yeah, we had a lot of fun filming that. Shout out to Mark Simon, Tom, uh, Tommy Knudsen, TK for doing some excellent directorial work. Thanks for coming out and standing in the rain with us, Kev, too. And yeah, man, good moral support. You got to come out and be <laughs> be on the team. You know, watch you guys. You guys are pouring your soul into those Doc and Mar Marty performances. Yeah, I wouldn't say pour my soul into it. Like we were still just me and Mark, pretty much. <laughs> I feel like just wearing costumes. I was just trying to sell you guys. Yeah, we're just trying, it's just trying to be nice. Well, we were the only people who made video content this week, and I wanted to take a minute to talk to you, Heather. You put out a really, really nice video that's getting wonderful traffic I've seen. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> so do you want to quickly go over uh, what the, the premise of the video is, people who haven't seen it, people who have? Um, basically, I started my business online, and we got really lucky and found a space and opened a store, and it went well for two years, and halfway through it, I got pregnant, and I decided I wanted to be with my son more than I wanted to be mm. at the store so I started working on driving more traffic to their online store and from there it grew and gave mm. us the chance to be able to walk away and still keep it going 
Well, I'm very sad to see the brick and mortar store go, but you seem very happy and enthusiastic, so it leads me to believe that you are very pumped. And yeah, it makes me I feel have good a lot of it. plans right yeah. now. So I have a lot of stuff in the works, so it's going to give me more opportunity to work on them for the mm. business and grow. Um, Do you have a tentative end date for when the... Uh, June 2nd. I'm going to shut the door. See you later. It's a little <laughs> bittersweet. I mean, I'm going to probably be a little emotional when it happens. <laughs> I will. But I'm excited because we just, it's going to give us more opportunity to work with the, the designers and visit them and see how things are made and get better product and be able to focus more on the internet. That's it's it's interesting that in today's day and age, you know, it's you become a more flexible business person when you don't have to be at like one physical location. Yeah, the fact I, you can sort of bounce around. That's what makes, I think, doing online business really kind of is the wave of the future, especially for small business people. Absolutely. In the beginning, real quick, we were able to focus on everything when I was home working on the store, um, on the online store. But then when I got to the store, it took me away from all that. Mm -hmm. So now it's bringing us back to where we were. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome. I'm excited. So we'll see. <laughs> We'll, see. well, very good. Uh, if you too. haven't watched Heather's video, watch it, and share it. It's Sam's excellent. Sam's in it too. I'm only in it very briefly. Don't. It's not. Like you're not seconds. watching it for me. Two seconds. You're watching it for Heather's story, which Thank is you. very moving and very well done. Thank you. Uh, also, very quickly, uh, this weekend before the Franklin Square Film Series, if you come down to Franklin Square, we have uh, Woodland Brewery, uh, we have some live music, and by the way, you can pick up your passports if you pre-ordered them. Passport release party, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Stop down early, say hello to your pals at Made in Utica. Uh, so guys, that's, I think that's all the shilling I have to do for the day. I have to admit, this is a kind of an odd episode. We have a lot going on here today. Uh, the Nomad guys are still downstairs. After I think they us. got a green screen set up in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a green screen in the basement right now because I'm going to do them a favor and shoot a, a quick promo for their video that they're releasing the same day as, uh, as the, as the event. So, or... They're not sure they're releasing it yet. But, uh, yeah, so I'm making cameos all over the place. I'm You're taking just, over the really web. Famous. Mr. Worldwide. I know. You made your way in my video. I am not a... <laughs> I was telling these guys, I'm not what you would call a good actor. I'm good at playing a louder, more exuberant version of myself. Like, I can just sort of be a goofy version of me. But if you're calling for any dramatic chops, I'm not your guy. I'm not here to add any gravitas to the proceedings. <laughs> uh, unless we're talking about podcasting, then I'm a professional journalist. Uh, so why don't we get into this week's podcasting? Yes? Yeah, we're yes. ready. Let's do it. Okay. Guys, I'm going to talk very quickly about a fad that is sweeping the nation. Although you uh, you guys may not have seen them in your lines of work necessarily, I think you will uh, coming up soon. They're called fidget spinners. Are you familiar with fidget spinners? No. Okay. Uh, fidget spinner is the world's newest, uh, most popular toy. 49 of the 50 most popular toys on Amazon right now are variations of the fidget spinner. Okay. So I'll give you, a, the easiest way I can describe this is this. It looks like a ninja throwing star. It has three circular little uh, indentations, and it spins around a center axis. So you just watch it spin like a ceiling fan. You hold it in between your fingers, and you spin it. That's the whole point of it. You stare at it, you spin it, it makes a little whirling sound. Uh, there was some thought that it was meant to help curb ADHD in kids, uh, but there's actually no medical evidence of this. Imagine that it would. <laughs> <laughs> right. So now it's just this hot new fad that has been selling all over. And you're going to see, I, start, I saw one in Fast Track yesterday. I saw them selling them in grocery stores. Uh, I'm just warning you guys about Wait, upcoming they just, fads. So they just spin it they and spin. they stare at it. Yeah. That's it. Real simple little toy for like, kids to latch onto. I've seen them referenced like a bunch. kids or teenagers? For kids. kids Although are just... teenagers are kids, generally. Well, okay, I'm old. <laughs> it's funny because like I have I have a lot of students for much older than your kid I have a lot of students in class who have them right and I for, I can't believe this I'm a grump right I'm a kind of a grumpy teacher like I don't like the water bottle flip I don't like the the fidget spinner I don't like any of the stuff that kids like because I'm a bad old man and kind of mean uh, but like fidget spinners it's always funny because the kids who will have them will be like no it's because I, I have a hard time concentrating I'm like maybe you'd have a better time concentrating if you weren't continually spinning this seen... toy in your I finger like an I, idiot my mind is blown over this right have now. you seen the fidget I'm... cube There's now the fidget cube? cube is a little different that the cube is a little bit different yeah yeah what is going on? <laughs> like, where am I? Today? Well, all it really, all it really <laughs> is, Sorry. all it really is, is the newest hot toy okay, fad. And what's whatever. been interesting about it is, it's been getting a lot of buzz because a lot of people are buying it as false advertising. It's being advertised as something that helps for you know children who have ADHD or who have like concentration problems, and that's not really what it does, right? So, 
Who's buying it for these kids? They're just buying it. Oh, parents, everywhere. Amazon, parents, they're everywhere. They're like they're very cheap, and that's one of the they're other like things. They're like at the checkout at the supermarket. You could buy one at Fast Track for eight dollars right I now. I can't believe this. Eight. That person's probably making so much money right now. That's all. Well, I thought. Here's they something. Made it for like twenty-five cents. Here's actually something interesting about that that I did read because it's been you know quite a bit in the news the last couple of weeks. Uh, the lady who invented the fidget spinner, uh, she held the patent for a really long time. It was like just some lady out somewhere. And um, eventually it got to the point where she couldn't afford the $400 to renew her patent. Mm-hmm. So she lost it. Oh, oh my God. And so the patent got taken. Oh. And now, I mean, this was only like a year, year and a half ago. Hmm. And now this is like the biggest thing, like the biggest trend of I, right now, at least. Yeah. And this lady lost her patent because she couldn't come up with the $400. Oh. It would probably make her damn near a millionaire if she had a patent on That's these things. That's a shame. Now, I listen to the news. I watch the I never heard of this thing. <laughs> I, I'm glad I never heard of it till today. This makes me wish that we would start making up news stories <laughs> for Heather. Like, yeah, just yeah, come just on false news stories. And yeah. she'd be like, yeah, so did you hear about that crazy thing that's totally not I, real? No, listen, I read the news, but I... The, no. All right, so listen, I, I found a short list of some other short-lived toy fads that were very hot and popular over the last decade or so. So I figure I'm going to throw a couple out at you, see how you guys respond, see what you think. Number one, uh, Pogs. Remember Pogs? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Gee, yeah. I had I fell into that one. I had Pogs. Yeah, yeah. everybody was playing. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was playing. Yeah. You had to. Yeah. What about the Tamagotchi? Oh, my gosh. Remember that? We no. Said people Tamagotchi was not for me, little, but Is that the whole thing that hatched an egg in there? It was like a yeah, little... Yeah. I had one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one of those. And I was in and I was in high school, like, and I was car- walking around with one of those little keychain things. It was more of a fashion thing. People just had a bunch of them hanging from their backpacks a lot as a kid. I feel like. Oh. I was all about taking care of mine. Oh, mine always died. I mean, they died very quickly. Over eight. All right. What about Beanie Babies? Because Beanie Babies oh were something gosh. that like sort of transcended. I got those. I remember I had the Beanie Baby that they gave out on Beanie Baby Day at Yankee Stadium. Yep. When David Wells threw the perfect game, and I thought that very it was going to be very valuable, and it turns out that it is not, but I still have it still in it. mint condition with the ticket stub and the card they gave out. It's in a bag. So yeah, one, of, one of these days, fingers crossed, I'm going to cash in that sweet, sweet Beanie Baby money. <laughs> People used to invest in about, those. Yeah, and they would collect everyone. Well, the thing about Beanie Babies is Beanie Babies transcended from like a kid's toy that was popular into a thing that adults were speculatively collecting, like yeah. comic books almost in a yeah. way. Where, like, People went over. There was a huge yeah. bubble. Like You can find pictures and video on the internet of like... There's one famous case where this couple got a divorce and they had to split up their Beanie Stop. Baby collection in court. So it's them on the floor in front of the prosecution defense tables or whatever tables in front of the judge splitting them into two big piles I on the floor of the courtroom. That. This is on the internet. After yeah. you look up fidget spinners, I'm go gonna, look that up. I'm going to get a lot to look up tonight. <laughs> Sending you home with a lot of homework. How about, uh, here's one that I saw on TV but never had. You guys know about devil sticks? Oh, dude, devil yeah. sticks are the best. No, they were, were no. Explain them. It's yes, like the toy where you juggle. Oh, you move the just you ju- you juggle. Stick. You've got like the okay. two short, straight wooden sticks yeah. wrapped and in like you... some sort of fake leather. Yeah. And you've got the other slightly bigger stick yes. that's got like the pom pom heads like... on each side, and you toss yeah. the main stick around with the well, two. That's not as bad. Sticks. At least it's like something where you can learn how to control balance. You can get something out of that. You know who's amazing at devil sticks? Who? Good friend of the podcast, Dan Avisato, is amazing really? at the Devil's Stick. That doesn't surprise yeah. me. I should have had him standing back here doing it while we were. What about Furbies? I was too oh, old I for Furbies. I remember Furbies. them. I remember them being a, like a huge thing, but I wasn't really interested by they the time they happened. almost remind me of Gizmo from Yes. Gremlin. I think Purpose. I think that was the point. They're a little uncanny valley for me. They were a little uncomfortable to look at no, because... They were, cre- they were creepy. I'm with you. One of the things I remember about Furbies, because I have nieces and nephews, right? So I had to get a Furby for my niece and nephew. The Furby sort of responds to your actions, right? Mm-hmm. But because of that, because it's like an electric toy and you can't really tell if it's on or off sometimes, my niece and nephew used to get scared because it would just start talking to them in the middle of the night because something would like, it would be like, friend, friend, and they like wake <laughs> up at like two in the morning and they're like, ah! They're like, what the hell? See, you ever see a Furby with like the fur taken off? The horrifying. robot underneath? Oh, it's, it's the scariest thing. Yeah. Oh. And then of course, speaking of uh, gross scary things, Tickle Me Elmo. Remember that? Oh my that gosh, my little sister had that and she would play it all the time just to annoy me. It's you ever seen that with its skin off? They just showed that on the internet the other day. That is creepy. Look, I, I know. Start s- skin and toys here on the podcast, <laughs> see what goes on. Speaking of creepy things with skin and things that horrify me, let's talk about Jeff Sessions for a minute. I want to get into... Ooh, hard left turn. Look hard left turn. Well, I want to get into... I mean, into... that's completely left. Well, listen, because here's the problem. I wanted to close out with it, but I feel he looks like... looks like an evil Keebler. No, I was just telling Kevin if he... I'm always waiting for his eyes to turn bright red. Jeff's... <laughs> I really am. I'm waiting all uh, the time for You know, again, we talked about it many times. I'm not going to get too into it. It's hard to avoid Donald Trump conversation on the show. Oh. We haven't talked about Comey. We haven't talked about any of that. Kind of by 
reason. It seems like there's so much too much. You'd have to dedicate the, to, to actually talk about it. You'd have to dedicate the whole show and probably extend the length of each episode. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just the nature of the just, beast. Yeah. Uh, and we can. And we'll probably again, as I mentioned, we'll probably tangentially get off into that at some point in time. But uh, the thing that really bothered me this week that's been stuck in my craw since early last stuck in your craw stuck in my craw. All right. Yeah. Uh, has been um, the the classic maneuver of getting people distracted by the Trump Russia stuff and then sneaking something real crummy under the radar. And that's Jeff Sessions here as he's ordered tougher drug crime charges, sort of going back to the pre-Obama uh, style of war on drugs. Um, and I, I find this to be very troublesome and backwards. No. I don't know if you guys are as triggered by Jeff Sessions. No, <laughs> um, he's scary. He's... No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to no. say, he's uh, he's a deplorable scumbag, and he should be put in jail, and I think anybody with a brain I mean, knows that about the guy. Just doing that right now shows you just how sneaky and awful I, he is. I just, not not even getting into, you know, his relation to uh, any of the Russian stuff, any of the Comey stuff, Trump campaign stuff, even just this, like, are we really at a point in 2017 where we want this guy who's been let go from previous administrations for being a deplorable Southern racist, mm-hmm. do we really want this person in charge of drug policy and having them, like, put these draconian 80s policies into effect? Like, It's just taking a step backwards again. Is, is that anything that anybody wants? No, you just start just, locking up nonviolent offenders for next to nothing? No, it's going gonna, it's gonna to start racism. We're well, it's also... It's interesting because now we're up to like 10 or 11 states that have like legalized mm-hmm. marijuana yeah. and he wants to go even harder on it. Eventually, I mean, you're setting a point where, you know, if the federal government's going far into one direction, the states are going the other way. How does that resolve itself? Yeah. It's just, it seems useless and silly to even have the conversation in 2017. That's why all of our representatives shouldn't be 70-year-olds. Yeah. Well, we have another piece that I wanted to get into at some point in time about uh, motivated ignorance, which is something we could get into which is a larger scale. But this is sort of, it sort of ties into what we're talking about, right? The, the general consensus. So let me, let me get a quick run through here. So on May 11th, Jeff Session uh, rescinded the policy that was set in place by Eric Holder in 2013, uh, suggesting that prosecutors from now on pursue, quote, the most serious and readily preventable offenses and pursue them, you know. So we're going back in. Uh, this is the this uh, memo was the first big criminal justice effort by Trump, uh, the Trump administration, to try and restart the war on drugs. Um, in particular, they have this big site on legislation is, uh, for marijuana legislation, as you said, nine states authorized uh, recreational use at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> in a recent meeting on this, uh, this was from April 5th, uh, Jeff Sessions reported that, quote, experts are telling me that there's more violence around marijuana than one would think. Mm-hmm. But the administration argues that legalization of drug and law enforcement, uh, they argue this isn't the case and that it's exactly the opposite case, that uh, thanks to medical marijuana laws that have legalized the drug, fewer people are actually getting killed in the drug trade before it. So again, it's like, it's motivated ignorance because you don't want it to be correct because you can't put your policies through that way. I like to know where they get all their their statistics and everything from. I wish they could. From nowhere. Exactly. From nowhere. I know, it's just funny. We heard... Are That's one of the craziest things about this entire train wreck of an administration to me is the fact that they can't even they can't even get everybody on the same page. No. Like these people are out here contradicting each other left and right. Like at the wor- like right. it's like the worst kind of bumbling idiots trying to like They uh, throw their own fr- their own team out of the bus all the time. It's unreal. Uh look, you know, I just I again it scares me though, because it's like the same thing we talked about during the the, the election though of Trump, right? They'll do wild, crazy stuff to keep people not paying attention to the other subtle, much yep. more like, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Clandestine plan. Insidious. Yeah, there's, there's so many good evil words that's to describe. Why they, that's why they won't get rid of Trump. So he keeps doing all these big things well, and I keep think, doing all these little things underneath it. Keep messing up. Keep I doing think, what you need to do. Really. I think what it is more than like trying to do, like you say, like, you know, putting the whole rush of things like a distraction so they can actually do this. I think the real problem is there's so much stuff happening every single day that you get like news fatigue because these yeah, stories no, are also just as important time. like and it's it's it seems like the whole method is just overwhelm people with story after story after story and you can't even or just keep, keep on the same topic so much that you just are not they're not covering all this and i think and that's what you're seeing right now is like you know this this trump thing looks like it's not going to end very well Mm-mm. um it seems somewhat unlikely that he'll make it to 2020 as the president like he'll be removed from office it looks like that's at least a possibility. You have to, mm-hmm. you have to say it's at least in the ballpark. Unless you're so Republican. I will, yeah. I, so I feel like what a lot of well, the Republicans are doing is they're like, okay, well, we've got this guy. This thing may go down, but for right now, we we're going to do. get as much stuff yeah. through as we can as fast yeah. as possible. Yeah. Interesting times. Everybody just keep paying attention and make sure you vote all the time. Every election you can vote in. Yep, and come educated in your news. Mm. 
Uh, and I'll tell you one thing that I've actually been doing more recently is I've been trying to cross-reference stuff on different, like, sites more regularly, Have right? To. So after I've been getting all triggered about this Jeff Sessions stuff, I did go to, like, the Fox Newses and, like, the more the more sites that I wouldn't normally go to. And you know how much coverage I found about this stuff? Oh, no. Very little. Of course. Very, very little. Of course. A lot of coverage on Hillary. Of course. <laughs> They're still talking about Hillary a lot, which is crazy. Uh, all right, well, that was kind of... I'm not as triggered as I thought I would be, but... I figured you guys would deserve a laugh for that. So I, I got you trying to trigger yourself. Like, yeah, all right, well, that wasn't good enough. Give me some more outrage. <laughs> well, this is actually less outrage. This will make you feel better. This is a funny story about Donald Trump. Um, so in a remarkable New Yorker story earlier this week, Donald Trump uh, talked about uh, how he considers exercise misguided. And he argues that a person, like a battery, is born with an a finite amount of energy. Okay? okay. So in a 2016 book called Trump Revealed, this is the quote. After college, Trump mostly gave up his athletic, his personal athletic interest. He came to view time playing sports as time wasted. He believed that the human body was like a battery with a finite amount of energy, uh, which exercise only depleted. So he never worked out. When he learned that John O'Donnell, one of his top casino executives, was training for an Ironman triathlon, he admonished him, saying, "You're gonna die young because of this." <laughs> Besides the fact that that's outrageous, ridiculous horseshit that has been roundly disproven by medicine and science, (laughs) when you exercise, it lowers your resting heart rate, so you have less heartbeats per minute when you're just hanging out not exercising, therefore still mathematically saves your finite number of heartbeats that you have going forward. I can't take the news today. (laughs) Here's all my friends who work out all the time. They're going for knee replacements, hip replacements. They're a disaster. Uh, <laughs> uh, he says he exerts himself fully by standing in front of an audience for an hour as he does oh, his speeches. Man. That's exercise. Uh, this, of course, as we know, is not true. As Kevin was saying, you know, uh, it's been shown by research. Uh, research has shown that uh, it's the closest thing we have to a miracle cure. Regular physical activity prevents dementia, type 2 diabetes, cancer, depression, heart disease, uh, and many common serious conditions, including uh, reducing the risk of all of them by at least 30%. So, again, alternative facts. Doesn't matter where you hear anything from anymore. Everything's a scam. The world's going to hell. It's so terrible. <laughs> My, the only, there's only a few things that'll make me feel better. Uh, one... It's the uh, Franklin Square Film Series this yes. weekend on May 20th uh, with our good friends at Nomad Cinema and our good friends at Bite Bakery. So that certainly makes me I'm feel a little better. I'm very excited. Uh, and the other is the uh, the exciting interview we have coming up with TK and the boys from Nomad. We're going to have some fun. We're going to play some movie games. I'm going to try and chill out and relax after all this uh, triggering. Trigger You're scene. a brave warrior, and I think you guys are going to do great. Brave, I have thank a lot you. of faith. Thank I have you. a lot of faith. Thank you. We'll be back in just a moment. Episode 99, uh, but in Parkinson's, technically, yeah. technically in Parkinson's head, this is episode 100 because there did exist an episode zero that Parkinson was the guest on, which was the, the pilot episode of the show. Started at the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> but you've, you've been wiped from history, much like uh, the first Universal to Champion. Me, this is the 100th episode, so I think this is a yeah, cause for yeah. celebration. I'm here, everyone's here. It's because it's the 100th episode. There's no coincidence you're, you're that it's the Barry house asterisk ball. Yeah, you are. You're the Astros ball. You are. No one hit a All right. Let's, bring the, let's, let's scale back the sports a little bit. Right. Yeah. I didn't yeah, come here. It's a movie come conversation. Come here for sports. Yeah. Uh, so quickly, I'm going to go uh, around the table. Uh, we are joined uh, for the third time on the podcast. You guys are some of the first members of the Three Timers Club, which yeah. I don't have a trophy for yet. Oh, that's fair enough. You a handshake. Handshake. A hearty handshake. Uh, but welcome back. We have Mike Flores and Mario Restive of Nomad Cinema. Welcome back, guys. Happy to have you here. Thank you for having us, guys. Uh, and we're very excited for the upcoming Franklin Square film series with you. Also joining us, uh, was this your second or third time? I don't remember. Second's the sequel, so hopefully not worse than the original. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the expectations are higher. It's yeah. like Guardians. There's no chance it'll be any yeah, better because everyone no thinks it will be. Nope. Uh, we have uh, Tom Knudsen, whose name I say right now, but yep. I still feel like I say it wrong. I, 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 I don't know. I'm, so, I'm just going to call you TK. I okay. call you TK all the time. That's what we call him, the kid TK. And you yep. just, uh, we just got finished shooting 
the Back to the Future trailer for the Franklin Square film series. Yeah, so it's kicking off another uh, season, so we thought we'd, um, again, follow suit with a video, and it's out now on the interweb, so check it out, and... Come watch the real movie, which is better than one. <laughs> and because we record this uh, in a meta way where we haven't actually released this yet, I hope that we are. I hope Parkinson doesn't screw this up and like delete all the files after we record this. So now. you already thought I deleted the files, and well, did you know the whole thing? Already caught. It was a masterful performance by me and the other. Mike, <laughs> Mario, Mike, you guys will. You guys are. You guys are filmmakers at heart. You'll appreciate this. We spent the whole day from like three till about I don't know what time we finished till about eight o'clock yeah. shooting. Uh, and all of a sudden, Parkinson's standing over the computer in the other room. Just I'm hearing the sound of trash cans. I'm like, "What are you doing over there, man?" And everyone starts getting real edgy. He's just telling. He's like, I'm, "That's fine. I'm fine. I know exactly what I'm deleting." He's not looking. He's not opening up any of the files and checking what they are. He's like, "Uh, just all these six and deleting everything." You're a madman. Stress everybody out. I knew with the shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't uh, appreciate that. <laughs> so, guys, before we get into some of the stuff I have planned, uh, how's things going in the world of No Man Cinema these days, 2017? Oh, good. Yeah. So good. So <laughs> very good. <laughs> Just living large. Now, you so guys good. were shooting this week, too, right? When we were shooting? Yep. Yep. Yep, we were we're shooting a little uh, a little ditty, and uh, I don't know when we're gonna release that. I'm hoping to tomorrow as well, but or, I I make no promises. No promises. <laughs> <laughs> see, I oh, I see. I want that. In. I'm gonna do that too. I'm changing my answer. No promises. Yeah. No promises as well. Yeah, if you so. take one thing from this podcast, it's, uh, <laughs> No Man Cinema is Maiden Utica, Tom Knudsen, Sam Fimmelar, Justin Parkinson. No promises. <laughs> that's that's our new, slogan. Our new tagline. Yeah. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> uh, I will say though. Um, one of the things we, me and Tom were talking about this, and maybe you guys can commiserate, uh, the biggest part, it seemed like, the biggest struggle we faced with the actual shooting process was actually getting started. Like, getting the first couple shots down seemed to be the biggest struggle, because once we got going, everything seemed to sort of get into, like, motivation and rotated. Mm-hmm. But I think we just sort of sat around for an hour and did nothing. Like, when, this, when you got here, we're like, what well, are we these guys, you guys wrote a script. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're, oh, that's, that's way true. ahead of us. Whoa. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> you guys work with we're scripts. We're watching YouTube clips. <laughs> 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 you guys write scripts, right? Yeah, yeah. we, uh, we I, It was a weird script. Yeah, I mean, the, the plan is, I don't think I'm spoiling anything here. Nope. The plan is to kind of do a promo for every every one of our shows that we're doing awesome. um, during the series. So we kind of, we had an idea, we ran with it, and we were banging out scripts for all of them. So mm. we're, we're now, excited to do more. Yeah. Now, I'm kind of curious about that, because we actually, we sort of made a joke about I made a joke about that on Twitter yesterday. I was like, scripts? Well, we're going, we don't need scripts, <laughs> right? But we... We didn't have a script, but we sort of ended up with a script just from going through the scene. Just sort mm-hmm. of, I don't know. It's a, I love technique stuff like that, so I'm curious, like how like long did Larry it take? David, you? I love Larry David. I'm, I'm <laughs> such a huge Larry David. I, I voted for Bernie Sanders because I love Larry David. So, <laughs> so right, like I just was like, yes, exactly. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I have a hard time writing scripts. I like the idea of like coming it up in my head, but even like my scripts for this show are all like disjointed trash. Well, I mean, even if you do want it to seem like improvised, or if you do want to do improvised, mm-hmm. it's it's. You know, it's always helpful to have at least that skeleton to, to go off of. And yeah. we do a lot of improvisation. Because, hmm. um, you know, fun stuff happens on the day. Yeah, but, I think yeah. ours was like a shot list on a spectrum bill. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we we have an idea of what we want to do. But again, it's Figure a lot of people have day there, jobs. Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. know who's available. So That's the other we keep thing, a too, loose yeah. net to, like, see what we can pull off and what we want to accomplish at the end of the day. But And it's also fun. When you just have people like, yeah. hey, I have this idea. Great. Okay. I'm. We are the client, so we get to, well, right, we get to do that. I think people probably do do realize, because they were good about it, is like, we're doing this badly on purpose, okay? Right? Like, this is not well, our, like, stab at making cinema magic here. Looping around. Isn't that satire? So yeah. What is satire? I don't know. Um, no, I think that really... What what happened well, with the handbone video? They're like, oh, he's not wearing cleats, and they're like, what? Really? Well, of course, That's he's not. Oh yeah, we, we made know? a video of, an, of our friend dressed as an athlete, and he was running around the bases in some Stan Smith Adidas, and people were commenting like, those aren't cleats. We're like, no, we know that. We told him <laughs> to wear the Stan Smith Adidas. That's funny. Come on, guys. We blew all our budget on Taco Bell. <laughs> we did. That was actually the. I have to give a quick shout out to our video shoot because uh, the champion was actually Jill Ducato, who went to Taco Bell and got us four orders of the naked. Chicken chalupa, their chicken nuggets, their chicken nuggets. Basically, yeah. Taco Bell chicken nuggets. Yeah, uh, we we butchered those very quickly. Yeah. It was very short order. <laughs> um, I will say this: the negative to writing a script is that we had anticipated um, using Katie from Made in Unicorn. Yes, and so we kept saying her name. Yeah. 
Until, <laughs> until, until almost the end. And yeah, I'm like, I'm wait, like, maybe you shouldn't you, say Katie. <laughs> what if she's not available? Yeah, you're right. Damn it. <laughs> That's a rewrite. We made it, we made it work. We'll find a way to make it work. It's all right. Um, we did. Just keep <laughs> having to say, keep saying it's, it's Sam. <laughs> it's Sam, guys. You Sam. guys got Sam. She's busy. It's Sam. <laughs> dump it in. <laughs> so, guys, I want to talk a bit about the Franklin Square film series. We are doing five movies, uh, the first of which uh, this... Saturday, Saturday, the twentieth, yeah. May twentieth, is going to be back party to the, earlier too. Yes, the passport. Oh, yeah, okay, get your pitch in. Party yeah, yeah. Okay, so passport party four to eight. Short order. You come pick up your passports. We'll have live music, live art uh, in the alley all day, and then the movie following at eight. Also, shout out to Woodland Brewery, who's going to be. Oh yeah, uh, there's beer there. Yeah, yeah. serving yeah. beer. Okay, forget. So try not to get too drunk before the movie. Made in Brutico. <laughs> Made in Brutico. Again. Again. Again, no promises. No promises. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> Uh, but guys, we're doing Back to the Future. Uh, I've gone on record with a lot of people who've talked about this. About We've done some excellent choices in terms of picking movies that seem to resonate with a wide group of people. Back to the Future is one of these weird movies that everyone... I've never heard anybody say, oh, Back to the Future, that movie sucks. Right? We know, we we know, so, we know yeah. Really? We Who? Know, we know it's, 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 it's the only person I know. I know, <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know a couple of people. That one person stands out though for being the one oh, person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eric Stoltz. Yes, yes, yes. My my good friend Eric. <laughs> uh, I do think though, like I I was living in New York and a friend of mine was doing an uh, an off off Broadway like show that was a takeoff of Back to the Future, like a comedy version of the Back to the Future. And I remember going to it and thinking, this is gonna suck. And it was so much better than it had any right to be. And for whatever reason, I think Back to the Future inspires this weird sort of, like, passion. It's a weird, like, almost cult... It's not a cult movie, because it's very popular. But it has, like, weird fandom around it for being as old as it is. Is it... It does have a cult uh, following. You're not wrong with that. But yeah, Michael J. Fox, I think, because you lose... Not for, for anything else, but his career kind of stopped. And he, he didn't right. keep making well, a bunch sick, of things yeah. afterwards. So, like, that's his body of, like, his masterpiece, I guess, if you will. You know right what I mean? So, like, yeah. I, I think it holds for him over these years. You, you didn't like Spin City? I thought Spin City was pretty good. Spin City was a good show. <laughs> I actually think a Christopher... I have a hard time disassociating Christopher Lloyd with Doc Brown, honestly. Like, you think the, the same person? I think in real life. Like, I think he's the actual person. No, but, like, I... Any I, movie he acts in, he's just Doc Brown. I've seen Christopher Lloyd in lots of other movies, but my first thought is, like, Marty! Like, that's why every time he comes on screen, I'm like, oh, wait, this is... that's his biggest... Like, that's a big character. That is a big character. Like, the only other one was I was terrified of him in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Like, the like, eyes and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Scarred my childhood. Okay. Yeah, wasn't uh, he a cartoon the whole time? Did I ruin it for everybody? Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> What's the time frame for spoilers? When can we stop? How, what year is the cutoff for spoilers? I was born in 86, so anything before that, you can say whatever you want about it. Right? Now they're remaking classics, so you really can't can't spoil anything because you don't know if it'll be remade. And oh, you, you know just got to stay quiet forever. This is why you're the best director, because you just made me think of something I did want to talk to you guys I didn't write down. I'm a big Stephen King guy. Have you guys watched the, the It trailer yes. or the It remake? Yes. It broke all sorts of records for the most watched trailer on YouTube really? and all over the internet when it came out. I'm a huge Stephen King mark, so I'm inclined to like it regardless of whether it was good or bad. But I'm curious to ask what you guys thought of the Stephen King It trailer. Mm. Eh? Eh? <laughs> I, I would be more excited if um, the director of, of True Detective was still attached. If that was happening, then I would be so excited. You talking about Kerry Fukunaga? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, that was my... The initial rumor that I had heard about the It movie when it was coming out was it was going to be Kerry Fukunaga directing, mm-hmm. and I want to say Tilda Swinson playing Pennywise, and yes. I was like, yes! That's amazing! <laughs> that Please make that badass. real. Um, I feel like I got more excited over the Dark Tower trailer. I'm not a Dark Tower guy, man. And that's the thing. I like. I, I got more. Like, I know I'm more excited than I should be for that movie. Mm. But are you Star Wars guys? Are you all Star Wars guys? Yeah, besides me? Yeah. yeah, I am. I'm the lone guy who is like not here. Super. Yeah, yeah. You're with me. Oh, We're the yeah, non-Star yeah. Wars guys. I gotta tell you. Uh, I thought Darth Maul was the best character I ever had. <laughs> I want. I like Star Wars. I'm not gonna. Do, uh, <laughs> you dress as Darth Maul for Halloween. Now. <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about it later on the show, so I'm not gonna go too deep into it. But did you know that the name Kylo moved from 3,264 to 901 on the most popular names for children this year? Moved up like 2,600. <laughs> I would want to name my son after someone that murdered his father. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I haven't seen <laughs> <the movie. laughs> 
so you are you guys? So let me guess. I was gonna ask you guys to go around. Well, I was gonna go around the room and ask if there's one particular movie you guys are excited for this year. But I assume you guys are all gonna say Star Wars Episode Eight, right? No. No. I don't know that. I got. There's, there's way more than that. All right, well, 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 let's start with you then. What's yeah. one movie you're gassed up for this year? Um, oh man, just one. Just one. <laughs> I gotta, go, I gotta go. Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Yeah. Edgar Wright's new that. movie. Oh, okay. Yes, I read a little bit about this. Is there? There's not a trailer yet. I think is there? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? oh yeah. Oh man, I gotta start. Is it good? Radar it's Love. Really yeah. well. Edited. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I'm out. I heard of this movie. Oh man. And then Thor Ragnarok too. Oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I put yeah. it in too. I'm sorry. I'm done. That's yeah. <laughs> Uh, what about you, my I, friend? I, what he said. Oh, okay. <laughs> TK, anything for you? I'm, I'm pumped for episode eight. Episode eight? Are you yeah, gassed man. up? Mark Hamill's back. I still really Mark Hamill you, yeah. has lines like, I, I'll be there. He's, <laughs> he's, he's dark and brooding. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You gotta love that. Yeah, and I, I really like the director. <laughs> out of all the choices they made of the three, because they're going individual director, all new movies. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan uh, Johnson's. Yeah. I was really pumped for that. I thought that was like a really kind of risky move for them because he's like an indie darling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pumped yeah. just because of that. Have you guys seen a trailer? I'm not really a big horror movie guy, but uh, Kevin and I watched a trailer for this movie called It Comes at Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That looks really fascinating oh, yeah. to me, and I don't know much about that, but I'm really into that movie. What about you, Parkinson? What do you got? <laughs> I don't go to the movies. I don't. Hey, I stay home. So like, I'm not excited like movies, but like uh, theater wise, I don't get yeah. like pumped to go to the theater. No. The next time I will go to the theater, it will be next year for a Wes Anderson movie. That Wes Anderson. Yeah, you're a big Wes Anderson, Mark. Just tell people you want them to watch Brockmire and get it out of the way. That has nothing to do with Wes Anderson, <laughs> but you should watch Brockmire's Top Notch Work from Hank Azaria if you like him. <laughs> All right, uh, so guys, I thought uh, I thought for something uh, different, we'd play a little bit of uh, movie trivia, The Nomad Lads versus TK and I, uh, and Parkinson, I'm going to need you to get hyped up and get a little bit of, all right, get excited, get excited for this. Uh, so we're going to do this, my forte. we're going to do this penalty kick style, so... Uh, I think we should shot do for family shot. feud style. Family feud style? <laughs> <laughs> That'll complicate things. Uh, all right, so I don't have a coin or anything, you guys want to like rock, paper, scissor one of you guys for who was first? Here you go. Alright, ready? Okay. Best two out of three? Right there. Yeah, right. ready? Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. For the commentary, right. scissors. Uh, that's one. Alright, Sam, to paper, he's the victor. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should be doing something. No, it's bad, it's bad radio, it's okay. Yeah. Rock, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, rock paper, scissors, shoot. Ah! Alright, so we go first. 2-0 <laughs> yeah. oh for the kid. Alright, Parkinson, would you, you defer got? or would you like first dibs? Oh, what do you want? You want to go first, TK? Yeah. All right, let's go first. We'll We're going first. first. We'll take first. In which 1993 thriller does the protagonist violently lose his cool when a fast food restaurant will not let him order from the breakfast menu? I'm gonna say it's Big Daddy. 1993 Three. thriller. It's a thriller. Tie your two things together oh, here. That's the last time I'll. 1993 thriller. What's that? Uh, he loses his. What's? The, give me it one more time. In which 1993 thriller does the protagonist violently lose his cool when a fast food restaurant will not mm-hmm. let him order from the breakfast menu? What's that movie where Michael Douglas goes nuts? Is that Falling Down? It's the only thing I yeah, think is that, it's I only think that was I, 80s. Is it the 80s? Yeah. I have bad time frames. I'm not good with Give me an answer. Things. Time's running out. Uh, falling Down. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. Hey! Oh. Falling Down! <laughs> yeah, Falling Down is uh, it was ahead of its time. Topical film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. One up. One up for the kids. I like it. Put the pressure on the boys early. Go All ahead, right. Parkinson. What is the name of the 1978 movie starring Brad Davis about an American college student who was sent to a Turkish prison for attempting to smuggle hashish out of Turkey? You won't be able to steal this one. You're right. You gave because we're both penalty shot anyways. <laughs> so, Brad... Brad Davis, American college student, goes to jail in Turkey because he's trying to smuggle hash. I'll give you the spoiler. He gets out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really disappointed in you guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to blank. I, I know uh, that's going to be like, oh, yeah, that's it. As soon as he says it. Turkey. Famous drug movie about Turkey. There's only one. Anybody? Famous drug movie about Turkey in 1978. No? Nope. You guys cannot steal. I Sam cannot steal answer, I but yeah. do you know what it is? I would, is Joaquin Phoenix in it? No, this is 1970. Yeah, it was, he was maybe a uh, twinkle in his dad's eye. <laughs> <laughs> the set designer or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's a Midnight Express. Oh. oh. See? See? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you say it. <laughs> Nil for the kids. I like this. Go ahead. I like where this is heading. 
Wow. Hold on. I'm going to get out of Harry Potter, though. No, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't do Disney here, too, because... Right. Sh- I don't think you should be and monitoring what? the answers. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. There's the qu- because some of these are going to be too, too easy for you, so... You guys can take 20 seconds to answer a question. I can't find the right... This is brutal radio here, Parker. Oh, while well, you're thinking, okay. What are the names of the three fairies in the Disney classic Sleeping Beauty? Oh shit! There, good. Oh, you happy? God. I was oh, gonna avoid no. Disney questions because I thought they'd oh, be I too like hard I to know this. I do. Flora, Fauna. Oh God, it's gonna piss me off. Do you know it? Intern knows it. He's shaking his head over there. Oh no. Um. Oh God. Oh. Don't look at my screen either. I'm not looking this at This is screen. bad radio. Are you struggling now? What do you know? I, no I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Flora, Fauna, and Nancy. Luke yeah, Skywalker. Yeah. Luke Skywalker. Nope. That's wrong. You had two of them right. It was Meriwether was the last one. It's God damn it. Bibbity bobbity boo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a. Uh, Nothing for Ooh, me. this is timely. What is Michael J. Fox's middle name? Oh. John? Jack? That's Joseph. Wait. I'll give you. I'll give you guys just. Uh, it's not even a J. So just get off it. Move on to something else. It's, it's one of the other twenty-five letters wow. in the alphabet, and then any of those names. So <laughs> that narrows it down for you. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Andrew, actually. Andrew! Oh! I almost want to give you partial credit on that. <laughs> Blocked by the goalie. If partial credit, it means it was on target, but the goalie got it. Yeah, yeah, partial credit. It's a shot on goal. All right, go ahead. All right. Where what do you got, it? Parkinson? Oh, that one's too easy. Well, I need more beer for this. <laughs> well, we went through some of these questions, so I'm just making sure. Just come on, man. We're, all right, all right. Well, when we were pre- prepping for the segment, we were we went through a bunch oh, of these. Oh, now the truth comes out. No, no, out. I'm not reading. Oh, hey, you read the whole time. The whole thing, I know. Shenanigans. Yeah. It's like wrestling. It's not rigged. It's not rigged. It's predetermined. I'm going to give him a, a pretty, this, this is going to be right, Come on. What is the name of the actress who played the unsinkable Molly Brown in the 1997 movie Titanic? 97? Um, it's the only Titanic um, movie to date. Oh, Kathy Bates. It's Kathy Bates. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. That is the correct answer. Yeah, yeah Kathy right. Bates. Oh, this wait. is trouble for you guys. I know, seriously. <laughs> they need this what one. What was the name of the Lone Ranger's horse that he saved from an enraged buffalo? I, was uh, it Silver? I hope yeah, Silver. I hope so, yeah. Was silver? Was silver? Silver. Yeah, get one. <laughs> you had the Lone Ranger question. <laughs> what era is this? Are we talking Johnny Depp? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna I give you this one because if you have TK's alley, we'll get this one. If you don't know which, all right. All right, come on, Parkinson. What you want me to read? Who's the name of Mickey Mouse's dog? That's not fair. Oh, okay, that's a bad one. All right, that's no good. You know? So yeah. Okay. All right. Are being rated. <laughs> Hold on. Some of these are a little too easy. Focus All right, ready? All right. BB-8 is, is an astromech droid from what film franchise? I got nothing. BB-8. Astromech droid from what film franchise? Star Wars. It was Star Wars. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know. You might as well have gone with Mickey Mouse and Pluto. <laughs> I could have. You could have told me anything, Here, honestly. The original Ghostbusters movie was released in June of what year? Throwback to a movie we did last year. 84? I think it was 84. I'm going 84. Yeah. So what are we down to right now? Uh, we, two to three? It's two to three. So we need to get one wrong. And they need, need to get, get one, one right. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the theoretical lightning round. Of all 100 episodes you've ever done, this is by far the most riveting content you've ever produced. <laughs> That's uh, it's a damning a damning uh, assessment of my... Number 100! Yeah, number 100, woo! Yeah, yeah. I need more Black Forest. Uh, Who played Dracula in the 1931 vampire horror film, Dracula? I know this. It's not... It's not going to be fun. If I get it... Should I get it wrong on purpose to make things interesting? You do know it? I do know it. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Juan Cheney Jr. <laughs> Who was it actually? Oh, that's 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 well, nice. That's not the answer. <laughs> it's not the answer. Uh, <laughs> Who is it? That's so nice. It's Bella Lugosi. <laughs> Bella Lugosi was buried 
in the Dracula outfit. Do you guys know that? No. Yeah, that's commitment. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Jeez. So, a nil. So, a big loss. This is their chance to tie. Which actor that once played James Bond previously competed in a Mr. Universe bodybuilding competition? Sean Connery. It was Sean Connery. Yeah. Oh. Was Scotland's choice. Mm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's also, three to three. Oh, man. Story. It's like we planned out a tie. It's like we planned out a tie almost. All right. So, Parkinson, you have a game you want to use as your tiebreaker, yes? Yes. yes. This is a very complicated game. So okay. follow the rules closely. Mm-hmm. You will start off as the home team okay. naming an actor. The actor named by Sam will be answered by a movie. The movie will be answered by an actor. So you guys are movies, you guys are actors. Got it? Okay. okay. So you're going to bounce back and forth. Okay. The first one so, to lose it, we're going to do a best out of three. So you're going to bounce back and okay. forth, and then the best right. out of three. Sure. All right. Okay? So start Go. with an actor. Brad Pitt. Seven. Movie that was an actor who was in seven. Who's not Brad Pitt. Okay. Morgan Freeman. Um, oh, I got... Um, that March of the Penguins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wait, let me pull up Marshall's bag and make sure I can. Uh, uh, I got a back cold. That's cold. That's cold. I can't. It's penguin number five. We just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's good. All right. I accept the loss. I accept that. I'll take that. I'll take that. That's good. All right. Okay. That was ice cold. You'll start with a movie now since you. Cut okay. him down. So you get to pick a movie over Sam. You're going to have to... Actually, well, you lost. So okay. TK, you'll pick this I next one. All right. I'll pick the movie we're showing. Back to the Future. Michael J. Fox. Um, Mr. Hollywood. Oh, is that Tom Selleck? <laughs> or is that Mr... No, wait. That's Mr. Baseball. That's Mr. Saturday Night. <laughs> <laughs> also, Mr. Baseball. Oh, wait, so Mr. Baseball. That was, that's Doc Hollywood. My mistake. Doc. Oh! <laughs> Doc Hollywood. Hey, I, I, we're going to sell this right. in the last one, then. We'll go one for one. We'll scratch it out, and this will be... All right, all right. Ready? All right. This the is end the all, be all. All right. And uh, let's have an intern pick one. Big a movie or uh, <laughs> an actor. Anybody, anyone. Any movie or any yeah. actor. Actress, give me an actress. Give me a woman. Who tickles your fancy? Don't hassle the intern. Scarlett Johansson. Hey, Scarlett Johansson. Good answer. Um, so we're going to go... You pick who goes first. You can go ahead. Under the skin. I knew we would have something. <laughs> uh, under the skin. Oh, man. Uh, who is... I just like watched part of this. And she like... She's like... It's like... What's that movie? It's sort of like Mimic, but not really. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna flake on this. I got nothing. I'm the worst. I can't think of anyone. She stole that. She stole. Yeah. It's just there's that um, guy at the end who. Just spoiler like, alert. Yeah. <laughs> Ruining all the movies here. Um. <laughs> I think we have. The they're never category. gonna get. Yeah. They were gonna. Man, no, you guys aren't it's getting. I know. I got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing. Go uh, <laughs> and with that, I think what you would have been looking for though would have been Jeremy McWilliams would have been acceptable. Ah, uh, of course, Jeremy McWilliams yeah. uh, and uh, D Mead. That's it. Yeah. I would have accepted. D Mead. Yep, that's wow, the actor's what name. Have? As Leering Man, I would have accepted. Leering Man. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I went out for that part. D Period Mead. I would have accepted <laughs> as an answer. I don't know if he's been anything else. Though. Well, congratulations to the Nomad Cinema guys for winning our great movie challenge. Uh, Good job, Parkinson, being a moderator. Good job. A fair and a fair yeah. job. We didn't cheat. We didn't cheat for once. Hardly uh, partial. To TK. Never yeah. fair. Buddy, thank you for yeah. always being no, around. Thank you. Back uh, to the editing. And again, yeah. and back episode to the editing. 100. Get back what to work, editors. Yeah. What a great episode for the 100th one. All right, editors, get out. Talent stays in. Let's go. Come on, come on. Moving along. Uh, guys, <laughs> thank you for joining us. May 20th, Franklin Square Film Series. Stop by at 4 o'clock for the Passport Release Party. Stick around 8 p.m. Uh, for Back to the Future. We'll be back to the show in just a moment. 100 episodes! <laughs>
And thank you once again to the boys, uh, Mike and Mario from Nomad Cinema, and of course, the one and only TK, Tom Knudsen. Full house for that one. We had the intern in as well. The intern was hanging out in the studio. Very rare. I mean, you'd intern making an appearance. He even got more dialogue than we expected. So good for him. Good for Sick. him. So doing roundtable, we'll do like a 10 person podcast from now on. Just everybody yelling at each other. <laughs> so again, folks, lots going on this week besides Franklin Square film series, uh, besides professional wrestling, besides the end of the Premier League season. Another big event in Utica going on this weekend, Kev. Uh, yes, this week marks the beginning of the 19th Saranac Thursday season at the brewery. Mm. Um, it's going to be, so classified as the first band. They're celebrating their 25th anniversary hey, as a band. And they're not saying it's their last summer, but they are saying that, they're, you know, there's less opportunities yeah. to see them in the future than they have in the past, That's certainly. a long time, though. 25 awesome. years is amazing, especially being a local band. And, like, I didn't really yeah. know much about those guys. I had seen them around when I was younger until... I saw him and working at the brewery, and I tell you what, those guys are professionals. Those guys are really, really good, That's and the people love them. Like you can see the different generations come on. You can see the people who've been going to see them for twenty five yeah. years, and it just you know they're uh, they're gonna be great. I'm excited for them. I'm just hoping the weather holds. But five thirty, we'll be there one way or the other. And oh yeah. So it'll be yeah. very interesting. <laughs> you can always catch me on my other radio gig. I'm on Kiss FM's every morning, every Thursday now. Oh, oh you are. For the rest of the summer, you're gonna catch me at seven thirty in the morning talking to Big Papa about Saturday Thursdays. Oh, uh, Big Papa shout. Which out. that's what I need to do is go somewhere at seven thirty in the morning when I'm at work until eleven. <laughs> but you know, surviving. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah my life is very tough. Uh, <laughs> speaking of tough, let's get into this week's history lessons. Oh, oh geez, it's so tough. Yeah, it's tough. My life just got tougher. I know. All right, so uh, I'll try and go in order this week. I think I can. Uh, in this. On this day in 1856, uh, author of The Wizard of Oz, Frank uh, L. Frank Baum was born. Uh, he's local. That's Canastota, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Have you ever been out yeah. there? No, I've never been out there. So yeah, if you go out to Canastota, they've got like this wild Alice in Wonderland themed semi-casino and like parks. It's the whole nine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never it's the whole nine yards out there. They've got it's like Alice in Wonderland Wizard Village. Of Wizard, of Wizard of Oz. Okay, that's why I looked yeah. at you. That's like... That's what I meant. Wizard I'm like, of Oz. What? Those two they things have, like, are like the, the same for me when I talk about them. <laughs> Whichever one it is, the Wizard of Oz. That's the one. They've got the casino out there. They've got the whole whole nine yards going on. And they the do whole like a whole parade every year, don't they? They really do. Yep. It's crazy out there. Yeah, they all dress up and everything. There are uh, I don't know if you guys knew this. There are thirteen different Wizard of Oz books that were written by L. Frank Baum. Only two have been converted into films over the years, but there were there were lots. Of them, it was a massive series, and it kind of makes you think, like, in this era of like just making franchises. Oh, they would have beat it into the ground. Yeah, right. Why didn't they? Yeah, there was a TV show that came out called Emerald City. They just canceled. They just canceled it. Yes, that's right. Canceled it. You know what though? It was like an edgy reboot, right? Yeah, you can't. Everything's an edgy reboot these days. (laughs) They went so far away. After episode 100, you want to do an edgy reboot of the podcast? (laughs) Yes, really edgy. We should go really edgy and just reboot the whole thing. Make it really gritty and real. (laughs) Use some washed out filters. I'm into that for sure. On this day, uh, we're not going too far ahead. In this day, in 1868, this That's is actually the past. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, from 1856, we're not going that far. We're not. Yeah. Uh, President Andrew Jackson is acquitted during his Senate impeachment by one vote. He was not fully impeached. Uh, however, that's not what I'm here to talk about today. I was reading about Andrew Jackson for an article that I wrote um, about presidential assassinations, and I heard this crazy story I wanted to share with you guys. So, Andrew Jackson was the first president to ever have an assassination attempt on his life. It was unsuccessful. Uh, this was in an era when uh, you could you could just walk into the White House, right? It was a different time, right? So, this gentleman, I want to say his last name was Lawrence, but I can't think of his first name now, walked in on President Jackson. Let me set the scene for you. Pulls out a gun, fires the gun, it misfires, Andrew Jackson beats him viciously with his cane, Viciously to where his aides have to pull him off. His security team. His security team was pulling him off. (laughs) It was his cane. The gentleman took another gun out, fired again. The gun misfires again. This gentleman gets put into uh, an insane asylum and dies there years later. Uh, They tested the guns, like like years and years later, Smithsonian, and found out that the odds of them misfiring, both of them misfiring at the time, were 1 in 125,000. Pretty crazy story. Andrew Jackson, wild, wild guy. We had some really wild guys as president back in the day. Yeah. And also, I think somebody took a shot at Teddy Roosevelt and his like notebook or something, sent it off to the side, and he continued giving his speech. He was like <laughs> bleeding or something crazy. <laughs> I can't remember the exact story, and I'm mad that I can't, but some wild presidents back in the day when things were different. It's true. It's true. Uh, all right, in this day in 1929 was the first ever... Uh, Academy Awards. Uh, they were predetermined at the time, though, so the show wasn't quite as it was where you didn't know 
ooh, who are the nominees? No, people just came, showed up, got an award, and walked away. So not too different then? Not too different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they actually didn't call them the Oscars for 10 years. It wasn't until 1939 they started referring them as the Oscars. So there you go. Wild. And then on this day in 2014... Barbara Walters retired. Uh, I only bring this up because I remember when like Barbara Walters interviews used to be a big thing on television. She used to be on 2020 with yeah. Hugh Downs. And then she went to The View, which was awful. The View. That's her thing, though. She was making all that yeah. view money. Yep. Uh, she retired in 2014. Matter of fact, being on The View was her last appearance uh, on TV, I want to say, at the time. Um, although, I was trying to figure out what the modern equivalent of Barbara Walters today is. Like, I feel like it's still Barbara Walters, so yeah, she's dead. Yeah, there's no, Is there no, like, premier there's interviewer? There's no women, woman that's no. really who she is. Katie, Katie Kirk's Kirk trying maybe, to be, but... She's, but... Just, she's too much of a... I can't explain. Katie anything. Kirk kind of ran off and got I, that Yahoo money. Yeah. Well, the difference is, too, she's, like... Not about reporting. TV news isn't what it used to be. Like, there's mm. not that one trusted voice that everybody's watching yeah. on Sunday. Like, and who will really hit with the answer, the questions? Well, it's and... it's it, the news consuming experience has become completely decentralized from like a Barbara Walters time. So I don't think you'll probably ever see somebody mm. with that much cultural cachet again. If she even had it, she might just be a name I know from being a kid too. That's possible. Mm. She did a lot of good interviews. You don't see a lot of women doing. What she There's a full list of a lot of the stuff that she did, especially before like I was born in the eighties in the late eighties and early nineties, that was very important for like journalism at the time. And I, I don't I can't remember all the names off the top of my head. Go look, there's a million things about her out right now today, because it's her anniversary of her retirement. Go look it up. She was really cool. Um so guys, I have one quick story for you. This is from the Independent today, and it's about baby names. Uh now Kaz is kind of an interesting name. Where'd you get Kaz from? My great grandpa. Your grandma. So it was a family name. Yep. Right? Yep. Did you ever think about naming your child after, like, a movie or a song that no, you liked? No, I can't. I don't understand why people do that. You understand? Okay, interesting. All right. I name your kid after a movie. Like, after a character in a movie, maybe. But after a movie? Like, your kid's name can't be Inglorious Bastards Femilaro. That'd be a great name for my kids, though, right? False. Well, one of the fastest growing names in the world right now is the name Kylo. Based on yeah. the character Kylo Ren from oh, Star Wars. That, that yeah. was on, the Social Security Administration did a name of baby names that were up and coming. That was on yeah, there. Yeah, moved up to 901, which seems very high. It was at 3,264 before the movie came These out. These Star Wars people are crazy. Mm-hmm. They'll do it. Was there any other name? I'm trying to think. The only one I could think of is I feel like there's a lot of Rachels I know now. Did people just name all their kids after Rachel from Friends? Was that like a thing? They could have. I, I feel like maybe that was another. They could have. I feel like there's there's a couple names like that that definitely pop up where all of a sudden people have these names. I've noticed when you watch like college basketball now, there's a lot of young college basketball players named Shaquille. Shaquille, yes. And like I know that that wasn't a yeah. name before. Like you found out who Shaq was in '92, had this kid in '95. See any Kobe's floating around there? Not yet. I don't Not think yet. that one's gonna. No, it's also it's been a bit co-opted by the beef. That's true. The beef LeBron will be another one. There would be a lot of LeBron. There'd be a lot of a lot LeBron. Of LeBron. About ten years from now, I like to see what's gonna happen there. I might just name my kid first name, middle name, like John Cena. John Cena Famalaro. That's a pretty You're good. for sure gonna name your kid after a wrestler if your if your wife allows it. I know that's, that you will. That's true. Yeah. Bastion Booger Famalaro. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's bring back a. I thought for episode ninety nine, episode one hundred coming up, I thought maybe we'd bring back some old time games we haven't played in a while on the show. We have not done overrated, underrated in a long time because oh. realistically, it's hard for me to think of things that are overrated, underrated every week. So I thought of a bunch of them. Uh, I figure we'd uh, we'd see how this goes. Have you never played this before? So you're gonna start off. I'm gonna give you the item, uh, random everyday item. Could be anything. You're gonna tell me if you think it's overrated or underrated. Let's start with ice cream underrated underrated yeah. underrated okay kevin overrated really yeah what's your bit. issue on ice cream i don't really have one just a little overrated like people go nuts for ice cream <laughs> it's I'm fine one, i'm one of them ben and jerry's all the time it's fine and like ice cream is good i just i don't know i like does sherbert count as ice cream yeah it's ice cream i don't know okay. it's i don't think that's it's on the ice cream section i would say that sherbert is underrated and ice cream is overrated yeah there, that, that's yeah. i'll take that I think that's yeah. pretty fair. Like, I don't get gassed up for ice cream unless I'm going out to get ice cream. Like, yeah. I, I used to, like, get Ben and Jerry's for the house, but now unless I'm getting, like, a cone of ice cream, I'm not usually gassed up for it. Zach and I will order conehead sundaes under... Yes. On, we'll go to the online so we don't have to go and ask. So when we get there, we're like, we're here to pick up our conehead sunday for our kids. For our child, obviously. <laughs> it's not for us because we're adults. Uh, all right. Just because I went out to do a restaurant last week and had some, I'll start with you. Kevin, uh, sushi, overrated, underrated? Um... I think sushi's still, even though it's it's very overrated with a certain subset, I still have to say underrated because I think a lot of people don't necessarily understand. Like sushi just means a lot of people are just like, oh, like raw fish, I don't really like that. I don't think it really encompasses the wide breadth of different like foods that you can have when you mm. go get sushi, so I'll say underrated to the general populace. 
Heather? Overrated. Overrated. I'm not a sushi. That's fair. Uh, So for me. I feel like I ate a lot of sushi early on. My sisters were big into it. Like my mom was into it. Yeah. Now I'm a little like I feel like I'm a little pretentious, a little too good for sushi now, oh, right? Oh, is that yeah. bad? Is yeah, that so? I like the sashimi, just the fish, no Ooh, rice, cool. no anything, okay. just the plain. Because you watched that Jiro dreams of sushi. <laughs> I did, I it did. Man, what a great movie that is. <laughs> um, all right, uh, overrated, underrated. Uh, say jewelry. All right, this is an interesting one. I'm going to start with this one. And as a guy, I like the idea of having like a piece of, I guess not jewelry, but like a watch or a like a neck, one item, right? But I never, I couldn't wear like chains anymore. I've gotten out of, I can't wear. I used to be Italian. I had gold chains. I think you should anymore. go all the way back into chains. <laughs> I don't know. All what, the way back in. At least for the show. For the show, just so no one can see it, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't notice you wear a lot of. I don't. I think it's overrated. I don't like jewelry. Really? I don't. I don't. I don't think there's other places my money could go. Other things that that's I could, fair. That's where fair. I would use. I don't know. I I'd rather wear like a cool T-shirt or something. Than, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Than wear like a cool comparison. I'm like checking you out to see if you have. Yeah, I don't have any. Just my ring. I've never. I don't think is a. I don't think that I've ever felt like I wanted earrings. Like I don't think I could pull that off. No, yeah. I need a little diamond. No. <laughs> all right, all right, and let me uh, let's do let's do one more uh, just because we've already talked about it. The guys who were on the show were really gassed up for Star Wars. There's a new Star Wars oh movie coming God. out. Star Wars. Can it be my turn? Overrated, Go underrated. Go Kev. ahead. Overrated. Oh Lord, overrated. I'm with Kevin. Oh my I'm so word. So with Kevin, I'm dying. So overrated. <laughs> this is gonna be the least popular segment. What even we've ever is had. Star Wars? Stop it. <laughs> Star, just pack it up. It's over. <laughs> I think that, look, I think that there's a reason that the Star Wars thing is popular again right now. And I'll tell you why. It's my my brother-in-law and my nephew. Like, my brother-in-law. Those two specifically are responsible for yeah, repopularizing. No, no, no. Yeah. But, but I think they're, they're a good example, though. Because like, my, my brother-in-law grew up. He's a little older than me. He grew up in an era where Star Wars was really important to him. Yeah. And my nephew is, you know, he's he's young enough where he likes going to see movies and he's still sure. interested. It's a good thing that, like, he can be into, that dad still likes. It hits yeah. a lot of... I could see it. It's it a lot of demographics. marketing yeah. team. I agree. Yeah. Their marketing team is second to none. You don't like the old Star Wars movies? If you put in, like, Empire Strikes Back, you wouldn't like oh, it. Oh, dude, like, even less. Really? See, my yeah, husband probably. hates it because he's a huge Star Wars fan and I'm not. So, like, when he gets excited about it, I'm just like, I don't know. It's Star never Wars. seemed anything but just kind of, like, goofy and weird and yeah, old just, to me. I don't know, yeah. I don't, I'm not I really into like it. watching it. Sorry, <laughs> right, I did. Not really into it. <laughs> All right, um, let's move on. We're gonna do a little. What we're gonna play a little. Would you rather? We haven't done this one in a long time mm-hmm. either. Kev, we're gonna start with you on this one. All right. Um, this is an interesting one. Okay. Uh, would you rather have a shirt that is always two sizes too big, or a shirt that's always one size too small? You gotta go with the too big. Too big, right? Yeah, I feel like yeah. it's gotta be too big. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> two sizes even, too big is like swimming. Who wants a shirt that's too? Yeah, but who want you want a shirt that's too small? You want to go? You want to go to work? In, you want to go to work in a belly shirt? Is that what you want? Me maybe. I, you work with children. That's disgusting. That's true. That's a fair point. I would go too big. Too big. I can take it in or do something with or it. Tie it off but or if do it's something. Too small. It's, it's mm. no. <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, Heather, I'm going to start you off with this one. We sort of talked about sushi a minute ago, but you could only eat one food: pizza or sushi. Rest of your life. What are you taking? Oh, sorry. Tacos. Tacos or sushi? Oh, well, tacos, of course. Tacos. Oh, absolutely. Because you can have all different types of tacos. You can have all different kinds yeah. of sushi. Well, I don't like. I want. I like tacos. I can add hot sauce to it. I can do no. I just like tacos. All right, Kev. Tacos, no question. Taco. So easy. What about you? I feel like I could make You're an argument about for to both. Lie. I could make. <laughs> I could make an argument. I could make. I do like sushi. I could make an argument for. As much as tacos. I don't believe you. I don't think all tacos are created equal, though. You can get a shit taco. I've had a shit taco. But you get a taco. Be your type of taco, though. That's fair. All right, uh, and let's do one more, and then we'll do a couple of those terrible first date questions, and we'll close it up. Oh my god! We still have more of those. There's still more. There's still more. I know. All right, uh, this is an interesting one. This might take a little more concept. All right, using your current knowledge, your current ability, you guys today. Which job do you feel like you could succeed at more uh, more successfully? CEO of a major business or U.S. senator? Knowing everything you know right now. Oh, senator. CEO. Really? What's your argument for senator? Um, senator's a lot looser and a lot more open interpretation. A lot of it's cost of buying personality <laughs> without needing hard data because you can hire people to deal with that for you. I don't know Yeah, about senator that. more than CEO of a business. I don't know. Yeah, more than I, I'm not. I'm not. Well, what, uh, give me your argument uh, for business. I, I thrive off of being in charge of things and fixing and changing and mm. 
I like the idea of being in control. But you think with your current knowledge, you could be the CEO of like a big, I'm talking a major company. I'm talking like well, a big time. I don't company. know. There's a lot of major companies who are people who invented like a water bottle who are CEOs of things. I'm like, it's true. So, I mean, it depends on what kind of company we're talking about here. See, I'm talking like a big multinational company. I'm talking like you got to be the head of a lot of people. I could do it. I feel like it's easier to coast as a politician. On Again, I'm just being negative, I feel no. like, too. But because you can sort of subvert a lot of that work onto other people, right? Like, it's sort of like kind of what Trump does now. <laughs> it's what, I mean, it's what, it's what everybody... But you get hated more as, a, as someone who's on a Senate. Probably. You'll like have to you'll or have if I'm a CEO, a board will just vote me off, and then I'll go on with my happy life with all the money they gave me. But as a Senate, people watch know. you. And... That, yeah, but C, you... that CEO from Snapchat was running his mouth. He's pretty hateable. I hate him, too. There's a lot of hateable CEOs well, I mean, out I won't, there. I won't run my mouth then. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I feel like as in, you would be judged more. Yeah, maybe, but I mean, if you you should be able, you can stand up to that judgment if you're a senator because you believe in what you said in your record, or you can at least spin it to believe so if you look at it in the most cynical ways. Mm. I do think that that's cool because you can be a little bit more of a bigger idea person and delegate work. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just a little bit; it's a little bit more like thought. Not I don't want to say thought based because now you don't have to think when you're a CEO, mm-hmm. but it's a little bit more of like an esoteric skill set to be using than like. Hard data and numbers and personnel management and all these different things. We have that... people who handle that for you too, though, as a CEO. Certainly, like you're not taking care of your books. You're hiring people to do all of that. You're just like ahead of an awesome company. Hmm. You have you hire everybody else to do everything. If you're a senator, you have diplomatic community. Mm-hmm. Diplomatic community. So. <laughs> I'm uh, screwed. <laughs> I forgot that the uh, the nomad gentleman I feel like downstairs. You deal with more interesting things. As a senator as well. You so probably do. do. No, you're sure that's but your your subset of what you come into contact with is probably more exciting on a day to day basis, if you want to call it that. The nuts and bolts of business doesn't really excite me all that much. That's true. That's fair. Uh, the Nomad Boys are still downstairs waiting for me, uh, so I'm going to uh, forego the dating questions. Lucky for you guys. Oh, Don't you feel good about this? Okay. They'll be back for episode 100 though, which is next week. I can't believe it. I really have been kind of ignoring it. I, re- I have. I've really been putting it off because we've been so busy with other stuff, but. It's coming, really, coming down the pipe. We'll figure out what we're no going to do. No pressure. We'll figure out what I'm going to do. Uh, follow Heather at HeatherWise1 on Twitter. Uh, Kevin at underscore Kevin Sullivan. Me at SF Doom. Follow the show at Uticast. Go to Uticast.com. We are also on Instagram, Facebook, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts. And, of course, MadeInUtica.com. May 20th, Franklin Square Film Series. Come on down and see us, folks. Uh, we can't wait. We're very excited. That's it. I got no. Yeah. I got no quirky yeah. entrance this segment. Good for me. Good. Easy. Good. Yeah, we're All right. good. All right. That's it. I'm gonna finish this beer. Pack it in. Pack it in. <laughs>